And, of course, the big news of the day, bye-bye red light. Country's moving on. From midnight tonight, we're going to be in orange, which means yes to a boogie on the dance floor and no more mask requirements at schools or at hospitality venues, unless you want to. Uh, But COVID Minister Chris Hipkins, it's fair to say, had a bit of trouble explaining why you still have to wear masks when you go to the shops. So you can have people cashing on a dance floor, but I have to wear a mask to go to the supermarket. Uh, at the moment, you still have to wear a mask in a retail environment. That is correct. What? Where is your logic on that? Uh, ultimately, it's a question of volume. There are going to be fewer. There are going to be a lot more people in the supermarket on a on a weekly basis than there'll be out and about passing on a dance floor. How did he know that? What a minister, Chris Hipkins. Meanwhile, Greg Harford is the chief executive of Retail New Zealand and joins us. Hello, Greg. Hello. Does the fact that you can quote pash on a dance floor, but you can't, you have to wear a mask? at a supermarket makes sense to you? No, it really doesn't. Um, I think the whole situation that we're in now with masks is becoming increasingly absurd and nonsensical. Um, You know, apart from the fact that the government's now saying that it's okay not to wear a mask if you're in a pub, uh, but you have to have one on in the supermarket. Um, You know, there's also a host of issues around uh, people who have Uh, self-declared themselves to be mask exempt. Um, This is creating massive issues in retail as um, people try and manage these situations. You've got customers um, getting aggro with each other if someone's wearing a mask and someone's not. Uh, You've got customers who don't like masks getting um, angry and violent in some cases with uh, retail staff. Um, The whole thing is a real mess and the government either needs to decide that masks are an important part of the public health response or decide that they're not. So are you against masks? No, look, if, I, I'm prepared to take um, the, the health advice on this and, 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 and decide, you know, but, but the point is it needs to be consistent. And I think if masks are part of the, um, you know, the, the, the framework, which is actually an effective way of managing risk here, then they have a part to play. But it seems to me that the government kind of only half-heartedly believes that because on one hand they say you're important in retail, but not at the pub, not if you go to a rugby mm, game in yeah, the stadium. Yeah, and, and equally, people can decide for themselves that they don't need to wear one because they're exempt. Well, a lot of... Uh, a lot of the people who are texting me in, and I think this myself as well, yes, thousands can squish into an indoor venue for a concert and they don't have to wear a mask. However, if you're going to the supermarket, uh, you have to go to the supermarket. Uh, you can choose not to go to the concert, but everyone has to go to a supermarket to buy food. And therefore, where it is essential, where a supermarket and retail like that is essential, then why not actually have masks there? Because the, vul- the vulnerable have no chance to have a choice. Yeah, so, so, so masks clearly are important for some people, but online shopping is a really effective way of doing shopping without going to a physical store if you're concerned about that. But supermarkets are one thing, but this applies to the entire retail sector. So you might be talking here about a dress shop with one customer in it um, at any one time during the day or one or two customers. Um, you're not talking about crowded places. Uh, and we've got a kind of a one-size-fits-all arrangement here that's being uh, sort of put across the whole retail sector. And there are complications. There are things that don't fit nicely into the boxes. So if you've got a yes. cafe and a shopping mall, um, how, how does that work? There's some, a, there's, some pragmat- there's some pragmatism to it all, though, Greg. I mean, if you're in a shop, if you're in a sewing store, and it's just the shopkeeper and you, and you're both sitting there looking at each other going, well, you look stupid in your mask, you are capable of saying, do you mind if I remove the mask? And then by yeah, mutual, mutual consent, you can. Okay, so who's who's enforcing the legality of this? The shopkeeper. Yeah. 
So, so, so the police are responsible for enforcing the rules. If the police are not interested in enforcing the rules, that is an issue. If the government is prepared to allow people to uh, determine for themselves that they are worthy of some sort of exemption, that means that they can um, put other people at risk following the logic, um, then, then that's an issue in itself. Um, we've been talking to the government for six months now, saying you need to sort this mask issue out and either um, have a, proce- a proper medical process in place to deal with exemptions or not. Um, the government is unwilling or unable to move on the issue and they need to make a decision about whether masks are actually important or not and stop putting retail workers at risk mm. of aggression, abuse and violence from customers. Have you been able to present to the government any sort of uh, quantitative evidence of the effect that mask wearing has on the retail sector? Yes, we, we know um, from numbers we, we've got and we've provided to government uh, that there are significant issues out there and there are um, hundreds if not thousands of incidents every week where retail workers are bearing the brunt of uh, the fact that someone doesn't like it wearing a mask. All right. All the best, Greg Harford. We live in crazy old times. It is 12 minutes after 5. And, of course, Chris Hipkins will come on uh, just after the 5.30 news and we'll ask him all the questions about where, why, how and what. Anyway.